apple and i over the years you know how the letter i amazes us every time because it is present literally everywhere yeah i'm going to talk about that today hello and welcome to the i geeks blog show an apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny every possible information about the apple ecosystem i'm your host harshanki a marketing nerd who likes to eat breathe and survive on apple content quite literally in today's episode I'm going to be discussing you know how Apple keeps using um the letter i in almost all its products like the highest selling products most of the products to say the least but how did it just stop something it kind of blows your mind right? i mean how how many times have we associated the letter i to an apple product so yeah, i'm going to be discussing with you guys everything about that in today's episode but before that please do connect with us on our social media channels we're available as igeeks blog on instagram youtube twitter and facebook and if you want to connect with me and have any kind of apple or marketing related questions you can just hit me up on clubhouse or instagram i'm available as harshanki with an extra i lastly do not do not forget to download our app igeeks blog because it has a lot of exciting information that you may not find on any other social media channels so if you are an apple nerd or an apple geek no you got to have that app in your phone coming back to today's topic we're going to be discussing why i became such an important element in apple products oh okay trivia time so when when i when i ask you to name a lot of apple products okay i'm sure you're going to be naming imac or ipods or uh, iPhones are <laughs> like things like this iPads right these are the products are going to be naming when i ask you about the products with the prefix i in but do you know which was the first product that had the prefix i yeah i'm going to end the suspense right here uh the first product with the name the prefix i was iMac which came in the year 1998 1998 it has been a special special year because not only it gave us one of the most popular pcs ever in the history of the world also one of the most profitable pcs even till today it also was the era of internet so when i talk about the era of internet um you know like it was new and booming and a lot of things were um people people were exploring how internet is the potential of internet and the world was going crazy about this technology world wide web was fairly new a lot of companies were booming back then it was the nascent stage of netflix the nascent stage of amazon paypal and companies like that some were still in the ideation stage and a couple of them had just started um selling their products in the market silicon valley was fairly new and populated and this hustling startup culture you know 98 to say early 2000s that was the time and this is the exact moment where apple launched the imac so now when internet was booming so much you know um like the marketing team decided to capitalize on that you know how apple is so keen on capitalizing on a lot of coming age technology because apple wants to be known as the future technology right it always wants to be 
ahead of its competitors. Now, when you look at the first IMAX design, no, like how sleek and compact was that baby, right? So if you look at it, it was in a way ahead of its competitor either. But Apple wanted it to have a close association uh, with internet. And that's why adding the prefix I made a lot of sense. A lot of sense then. And hence it came to be known as iMac. But fun fact, the I and the iMac was not just related to internet. There were a lot of meanings of the letter I. So apparently the letter I is connected to four other words as well. Individual, instruct, inform and inspire. Individual because you know how we always feel a little special uh, about owning an Apple product. So Apple wanted to capitalize on that individuality and hence the I represents individual. Inform because the device had to be at its informative best. It has to help you with all sorts of information that you need and it Apple wanted it to be an informative device and hence to use the word inform, they added the prefix I there. Instruct. Apple wanted users to realize how, uh, how, how the iMac can be used to instruct a lot of innovations, to instruct innovations in people's mindsets. You know, to instruct them about all the latest technology and information and educate themselves, to say the least. And that is exactly what the word inspire also represents because iMac was supposed to be the symbol. The symbol to create amazing products. The symbol to motivate people to create, like, create breathtakingly impressive products, you know, mind-boggling products. And hence this, I held a special value. Now, what happened was that when you look at iMac, no, it was finally, after years and years of losses and negative reviews and the Steve Jobs fiasco and a lot of other things for a, for a very long time, right? Apple finally had a profitable product in the market. Not only people loved the iMacs, it was one of the best-selling computers ever. All the competitors were left behind. People were in awe of the product. Both it was, it was adding a lot of appeal to it and that was bringing a lot of revenue for Apple. And that is how Apple just could not let go of the, the letter I. And hence, a lot of other products came up with the same names. But iPod was not the next product that came up with the prefix I. The next product that came up with the prefix I was iBook. The product which is... Should I reveal it or... Yeah, I guess I'm gonna reveal it. So iBook is a product that is now known as MacBook and uh, PowerBook is a product that is now known as MacBook Pro. So iBook is now known as MacBook and uh, PowerBook is now known as the MacBook Pro. Now the reason Apple named iBook as iBook was because a year ago they came up with iMac which was one of the most successful products Apple has ever witnessed and they wanted to continue using the popularity of the word and hence they stuck to it. However, 
our man Steve Jobs wasn't really happy with the name iBook. And you know how sometimes, like everyone makes mistakes, right? No one is perfect. No matter how great of a person Steve Jobs has been, he was quite a ruckus to handle when the name was being discussed. So there was this man called Ken Segel and uh, an agency called Shiat Day who are responsible for coming up with the name iBook. Okay. Now when they gave the name iBook, no, what happened initially was Steve Jobs rejected it. And the agency did not hear back from Apple for a good week or so. In fact, Steve Jobs was insisting on keeping the name uh, Macman. Imagine, can you imagine how... I mean, he's Steve Jobs. You're creating a product this good. Then you are so impressed by the name Mac. Doesn't really make sense, right? But yeah, that is what he wanted to have the name of iBook. And uh, he actually rejected the word um, iBook. In fact, yeah, like a lot of discussions went back and forth for that. But eventually, Apple decided to go with iBook because what happened was they started testing a couple of prototypes with the name iBook and iBook turned out to be a good name to use. It was not only looking good on the profiles, but people were starting to like it internally and that's why they decided to go with the name. In fact, it was also giving them an added branding strategy that uh, iBook is an iMac to go, you know, because iMac was with a PC. An iBook is a laptop. So iBook is an iMac to go. And that's how simple the explanation was. And that's how came the second product under the i name. And after that, we've seen a lot of products that we've seen iPod, we've seen iPhone, we've seen iPad, a lot of products. So Apple kept uh, capitalizing on the strategy and then named some of the most incredible gadgets that the world possesses today. So coming to think about it, you know, naming it Macman was a lame thing to do. But why did they think of the word Macbook before? Why did you have to name it iBook? Because, like, think of it, no? Macintosh is one of the favorite Apple computers of all time. And he was in the core team who developed it. So, in fact, he was the one, one of the members who fought for keeping the name intact, right? So, wouldn't it have been a better idea to name it MacBook than iBook, right? But, like I said, an, a brilliant branding strategy to bank on the success of iMac, they named it this. But eventually, they shifted to MacBook and uh, MacBook. Pro, and will the rest is history. But, okay, so you know how Apple can be a little bit of uh, cocky at times? I know I'm, I'm too big of an Apple geek to say that, but it doesn't change the fact that Apple can be super, super cocky at times. <laughs> and Apple rules out the quite a stupid Quite, quite a stupid move, okay? So what Apple tried to do is, Apple tried to have a trademark added on the letter I. Because they were under the impression that any product, if it comes with the prefix I, 
the world would imagine that Apple is the manufacturer of it. And it may or may not be the manufacturer of that particular product, which is going to create a bad impression and is going to affect Apple's brand positioning out there in the world. I'm not kidding. They filed a lawsuit when this did not work out. They wanted to trademark the letter I so bad. But the court rejected the plea in the year 2010, saying that, you know, in layman's terms, this is quite bullshit and it is very... Apple is thinking a little too high of themselves to just presume that, you know, the letter I can be connected to their brand. In fact, if, if I were to quote the exact words, the court even mentioned that any sane person in the world who's active and educated would not mistake the letter I for Apple, which is in a way true. So they could not do it. Now, this is why, you know, what happened was that when a lot of smaller gadgets came into the market, say Apple Watch or say AirPods, AirPods Max, things like that, when these gadgets came to the market after the year 2010, they were labeled and marketed as Apple Watch and so on. Okay. Now, they could have been labeled as iWatch or, I mean, you know, iPods, Macs, or something like that. Like, you know, they could have been, Apple Watch could have been easily named as iWatch. In fact, one of the interviewers had even asked Tim Cook that why did they proceed further with Apple Watch, the name Apple Watch, instead of naming it as an iWatch. Now, Tim Cook, being the diplomat he is, gave a very diplomatic answer that he just liked it that way. That's it. Okay, that's all he mentioned. But think about it rationally. Yeah? So, the word Apple is trademarked, okay? So if the word Apple is there, I was not trademarked. The word Apple is trademarked. So if they have the word Apple as prefix, you know, the world is going to know who has developed the product, who has made the product. And hence adding the prefix Apple made a lot of sense. Another brilliant branding strategy out there. And also satisfying their cockiness a little bit. So this is what they did. And hence, now we see a lot of Apple products. Lot of Apple products out there with the prefix Apple instead of the initial I prefix that was being used. But then that also brings us to a very interesting question is that, are we going to have a change of name in the other products that start with I? I guess not. That wouldn't really make sense, right? I mean, iPhone, I'm not going to call it an Apple phone. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone would be able to digest the fact that iPhone would be rebranded as an Apple phone. So the products which are selling in the market and which are like out there are not going to have their names changed ever because they are already positioned as the leaders in the market now. And there's it doesn't really make sense to, you know, go through all the rebranding process and doing things like that. On the other hand, the new products that have been coming up in the market are coming up with the prefix Apple. Solely because Apple wants to have its monopoly position there and they just wanted to, they just want the world to know that they have created the product and stick to the brand as much as possible. And hence the use of the prefix, um, even an Apple car, like we're not calling it iCar, we're calling it Apple car. 
or apple card for that matter apple music for that matter you know things like that but then like a fun trivia for you guys okay it's not that apple hasn't removed the prefix i they have removed it from a couple of places so if you've been an apple a loyal apple user for a long long time now you'd know that uh, the app there used to be an app called uh, ibooks and now it is just renamed as books that happened in the year 2005-2006 please feel free to correct me if i'm wrong but yeah i guess that happened in the year 2005-2006 that yeah so like a few changes hither and thither they've done other than that the best selling products the names have remained intact and this is it sometimes you know being curious is very important because if you're not curious about such teeny tiny things no you'd probably never understand these brilliant branding tactics or the marketing strategies that were actually used to name this products and what result what outcome is it generating for the brand as a whole i'm going to give you a fun fact before ending this episode so you know how we are so accustomed to using google as our main search engine but come to think of it there is a person who worked tirelessly to perfect the colors that we see across the display page that we get Marissa Mayo the person working for Yahoo now the creator of Yahoo used to work for Google before and she tested more than 41 shades of blue color to give us the perfect blue in the navigation bar imagine just so that we could have a calming effect we could have we could consider the search engine and the navigation bar more approachable and the result 10000% increase in the use of the search engine just because she was patient enough to try 41 different colors and give us the color that we see today so yeah like my friends out there be more curious try to ask such questions and you'd get some of the most beautiful motivating inspiring stories of all times i in apple and i in apple over the years is also a similar story Well, that sadly brings me to the end of the episode. But I'm sure there are a lot of curious souls out there. So, if you want us to discover or cover any such topics, if you had, you know, such questions about the Apple ecosystem, then you know what to do. Connect with us on our social media channels. We're available as iGeeks Blog on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Suggest us some topics, ask us questions, and we're gonna get back to you. If you want to connect with me in person. Or just want to have a chit chat about the Apple ecosystem? You can hit me up on my social media channels. I'm available on Clubhouse and Instagram as well. Shanky with an extra I. I'm gonna see you next week with more exciting piece of content, probably feeding our curiosity or maybe testing it. Guys, you know what to do. Stay safe. Stay connected. This is Hashanky signing off.